Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Conspiracy Farm, where we don't start the conspiracies, we just add the water. And now, your host of the most state-of-the-art, most informed podcast on the interweb, I present to you, Pat Militage and Jeffrey Wilson. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for Let's do this, ladies and gentlemen. What is up? What is going down? Friends, family, farmers. This is episode 100 of the Conspiracy Farm. Whoa, that's 100, dude. That's insane. So for the 100th time, I am here shotgun riding with my homeboy, UFC Hall of Famer, Eater of Worlds, Choker, Outer of Motherfuckers, Pat Militich. What's up, brother? (laughs) Hey, happy centennial. Absolutely, man. So, ladies and gentlemen, three years ago... I was doing my own podcast. It's me speaking to you. I had Pat on several times, man. We chopped it up, had great conversations. After one of them, Pat was like, dude, do you want to do this show called The Conspiracy Farm with me? And like I said, it's taken, it took me a couple weeks for me to realize he was serious. And 100 episodes later, ladies and gentlemen, we are here, man. We've talked a little bit of everybody. Deputy Director of Counterintelligence for the FBI, Dave Zadie, former Navy SEALs, former Russian Spetsnaz, Freeway Ricky <sighs> Ross. Man, and my, one of my favorite guests is here today with us, man. He has been huge in helping us support ours and helping us support the show. Man, my brother from another mother, dude. He is the host of the Tinfoil Hat Podcast, stand-up comic. And I'm going to be introducing this cat August 10th in St. Louis at the Helium Comedy Club. So go out and get your tickets. Go to the Helium Comedy Club St. Louis. Dot com or wherever you can find Helium County Club St. Louis. Grab them tickets, baby, because we're going to scorch the earth. We'll not be asking for permission, only forgiveness, because uh, we're going to go, like the kids say, hard in the paint. Sam Tripley, what's up, brother? What is up, guys? Congratulations on a, the 100. It's so hard to get there. So many podcasts start. So many podcasts never even make it past five. You guys got to 100. You're doing the Lord's work, and it's awesome to watch. Well, thank you, bro. Thank Thanks. you, sir. Yeah, thank absolutely. It is awesome to see what you guys are doing. You guys go really hard in the paint. Like, I'm a dick joke comic. You guys, <laughs> like, you guys do real investigating, and you know, and it's fun to watch. It's a great show, and congratulations. Thank you, man. Thank. I mean, everybody has our lane in this genre. You know what I mean? It all still is conspiracy, but what you do is still very effective, bro. A spoonful of sugar helps that medicine go down. And, I mean, you, you've been bringing the pain as well, man. You've had just killer, killer guests. And it's cool, man, that, you know, like we've talked about trying to get a con-con together, a conspiracy con. Even if before we do yeah. that, it's cool that we're able to support each other's programs because, you know, rising tides raises all ships, man. And in this world of conspiracy, et cetera, et cetera, it's freaking nuts because so much what we talk about comes true. And we know this digital world is trying to take us out, man. Digital shadow banning and censoring, et cetera, et cetera. So we need to definitely support each other. But you, man, I, you know, obviously follow you. I love you to death, man. You're on the road all the time, knocking out episodes each and every week. What you been up to, dude? What's new in the world of Sam Tripoli? Well, Eddie and I just did a big show in uh, Huntington Beach. We packed that out. and Just gigging, dude. Just enjoying the fruits of the labor, the show's kind of taking off a little bit it's a small kind show of. but still growing and you know it's been fun to do like it's a crazy thing the conspiracy world because it's a lot like the rap game man it's like it's crazy how like everybody like you kind of establish yourself and everybody starts talking smack about you like you're shell you're this you're that and then these kind of lower lower level like podcasts try to make names off you it's just a very interesting world we get in because it's so cool to see so many podcasts that are now doing conspiracies. Yes. 
And I think we should all work together. But for some reason, there's a lot of infighting, it seems like. You know what I'm saying? No, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's, I think, yeah. I, oh, sorry to interrupt. I, I think a lot of it, I think a lot of it is, is people who've been placed in the alternative news world on purpose to cause misinformation, disinformation, and, and uh, you know, some some divides being created on purpose. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, when they can divide, you know, they can conquer. So people need to remember that. And that's why I do my best um, to not criticize anyone, even if, even if we think that they are uh, deep state funded, but they're in the alternative news media. I just, I kind of just don't talk about it. You know, I just, I just kind of leave it, leave it. I'm as. really trying hard to do that, but I like to talk smack. And, uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I need to start doing that. That's the, that's the right way to do it, Pat. But you know, Pat, you know what? You're looking good right now with this Jeffrey Epstein stuff coming out. Everybody was starting to doubt Trump. Boom. This hammer drops. And I think people who were in the queue are starting to look good. I think people who are in the Jeffrey Ep, who are, uh, who are into Trump taking down Jeffrey Epstein. I think they're looking really good right now. And, you know, hopefully this will get, the ball rolling on some really big fish getting grabbed. And see, and yeah. that's, that's the conversation, if the big fishes get grabbed, dude, because I'm telling you what, man, I'm not sold on Trump. I'm not sold on Q. I, I see these things are kind of symbolic gestures, kind of waving the carrot in front of your face. You know, Jeffrey Epstein, he's already working on a deal, like a five-year plea deal. I was reading that today. You know, you know, oh. going back to going back to the Iwans, dude. The Iwan brothers were running the largest espionage ring in Congress in the history of this country, and they get pinched, and they get pinched for bank fraud. So you know what I'm saying? They dumb down these charges. They, you know, like I said, they symbolically hit hit an Epstein, but he's not going to do life. You know, he's not going to do what he should do, or the Nexium people, or whatever. See, I, I wonder about that. You know, with you know, as you mentioned, the Iwan brothers. You know, I just wonder if how much they sang, dude. I think that they probably gave up massive amounts of information to get out of, uh, to, to not have, uh, at least publicly, these charges um, stick. You know what I'm saying? They, they, had to have, they had to have just spit out, vomited out massive amounts of information to save their own asses, in my mind. Well, or, or the system knows, man. Give them a little something just to appease the masses, to appease the plebs, and then just keep the machine rolling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even even the Q stuff, dude. It's like I think I think Q is a very sophisticated psyop, in my opinion, that is used to to divide the alternative media, the alt right, or even the conservatives. Like I see them arguing all the time: Is Q legit? Is it not legit? Well, yeah, that's the mind screw, right? That's the right. whole thing. I, I sometimes think the Q is spoiler alerts. Mm -hmm. Like they're kind of in it, and they're releasing the information to let you think that you're kind of getting some inside information. But all along, they're kind of going along with it. I don't know, man. It well, I mean, I'm saying, dude, like, what's, I mean, I get it. Trump's supposedly a white hat. He just sold hundreds of billions of weapons to, to, to Saudi Arabia, which what you talked about recently, and we all know, used to commit genocide in Yemen. Saudi Arabia is supposedly the country responsible for freaking financing 9-11. And here we are, uh, Barack Obama's State Department did it. Trump just did it. Really? I mean, that just is on its face it's crazy. And then now, now we have the bullseye on Iran. And they haven't even done shit except for, you know, enrich or whatever, you know, try to make a little bit of nuclear power to, to power their country. Whatever. Well, yeah, what's your thoughts on that? On Iran? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, like, well, I thought we, I thought Trump was going to, like, pull out and stop trying to spread war. And it seems like well, he's just. Well, well, think about it, man. You got Obama. 
you got uh, John Kerry, you got other people from the Obama administration who are out of office, have no business going over and meeting with the leaders of Iran. Right. And and subsequently, right after, um, Iran uh, generals and leaders suddenly start getting tough and flexing their muscles and saying they're going to do stuff to America. Listen, this is not by accident. I think I think that the the past administration is guilty of so many heinous crimes that they need a distraction. They need a war with Iran. They need something as a distraction. And and in my mind, that's what this is. And they'll stop at nothing to cause as big a war or as big a distraction, a civil war, anything to stop the focus from being on them. I'm telling you, that's that's my gut feeling. That's crazy, dude. I'm, I, my, my, you know, we've had gut feelings all along on a lot of different things, even before Trump was elected, and literally almost every one of them has happened, right? Um, we go off what we can gather information-wise from our connections inside of, of the intel world, and then we have to look at what the mainstream media is talking about because, you know, it's exactly the opposite, <laughs> um, and my connections and Jeff's connections are telling us the opposite. And then it ends up being true. So we talked about Epstein. We talked about Pizzagate. All of us have for a long time. The gut feeling because we knew it was true. Um, and when we say Pizzagate, Pizzagate is not just a pizza parlor in D.C. Right. Pizzagate is a lot of very powerful people like Epstein. Potentially, yes, Bill Clinton and many other people, Hillary potentially, um, who are guilty of, of doing some pretty, pretty heinous shit. And... I think they need a distraction. They're, they're so desperate to get a distraction that they, they pray for war. They, they pray that, that Trump would attack Iran. Yeah, it's, it's, you just got to go back historically, man. I mean, look at what's happened like back in the day, the, the late 70s, the Iranian Revolution. Yes, we, we, we overthrew Mosaddegh and put the Shah into power, but we, got, we were done with the Shah after a while because he was too socialist. We needed someone more conservative. So the Ayatollah is chilling in France while the U.S. government is literally paying him tens of millions of dollars to lay in the cut and helped facilitate the Iranian Revolution that nobody even knows about. Now Iran, even back then, was supposedly our huge, huge enemy when, you know, it was the grand chessboard playing out once again. And here we are, almost reading from the same playbook. We're in Venezuela, where we're going into Iran. you got the same neo, neocon war hawks, you know, just fomenting war and just, you know, doing the, doing the same thing. And again, yeah, David Icke said something very interesting. He's like, don't pay, don't pay attention to the passersby, yeah. the people who are just passing through. It's the people who are always there right. are the ones who have the real, the permanent state. And, you know, you're looking at Bolton. Bolton helped write, you know, the book that basically said we needed 9-11 to change everything. What was that, the American The Project for, New American, Cent uh, Project yeah. for New American Century, so absolutely. It's like he's always been around. And what we have right now is, like, taxation without representation. Nobody wants this war. Nobody wants to do all these bailouts. Nobody wants all this stuff that's going on that they're doing with our taxpaying money. And they're just doing it. What I don't understand is how come people in Washington, D.C. get to run for office forever? Right. Like on a local level, a mayor can do it for two terms, three terms. Governor, two, three terms. State level, you know, two, three terms. But for some reason in Washington, D.C., these people are there forever. Right. Forever. And it's just – that just leads to corruption. We need to figure out a way to get these old, rotten lizards out of Washington. We need to take the power back. The fact that they have to do false flags 
just lets you know where the real power lays. And that's with us. Because if they, did, if, if they didn't have to get our consent for everything, then they wouldn't have to fake it. And the fact that they haven't get our consent lets you know that we have all the power and we need to take it back. Well, and that's that's the frustration when we have these conversations. Is Q real? Is Trump a white hat, et cetera, et cetera? This Operation Mockingbird that we talk about all the time that controls the narrative and thusly controls our perception is so wickedly brilliant and so effective, man. Like you said, we have the power, but it's through our silence that we acquiesce to this bullshit or our ignorance, our not understanding the larger picture because we wind up fucking fighting. Look at the last week, dude. People arguing over who's playing the Little Mermaid. Fucking serious, dude? Yeah, but are people really arguing about that? Or are people, is it just this thing that they do to make us think everybody's arguing about? It's like with the, the Kaepernick and, and the sneakers. And like everybody's, are, are people losing their mind? It's like a handful of dumbasses just going crazy. And then everybody else just kind of, walk, I, like, I just think we need to start really telling our listeners, don't feed into this stuff. Right, right. But see, whether whether we are really, really arguing or not, it just it it ge- keeps the groups being played off against each other. Where it is, whether it is legit arguments or not, we wind up arguing about dumb shit instead of real substantial stuff about the rise of China, us selling multiple billions of dollars of weapons to Saudi Arabia, the grand chessboard. Like I said, they give us this chum in the water to just chomp at. And again, it just keeps us distracted and keep us not focusing our eye on the prize of what's really, really going on. And like you said, David Icke was absolutely right, dude. These, these presidents come and go, but the real, the real permanent government, the military, industrial, pharmaceutical, telecommunication complex stays in place while the president changes. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think Disney, you know, let's talk about Disney for a second. Disney uh, has proven time and time again that everything they touch, they turn to shit. Um, the globalist goals, you know, to, you know, feminize the boys, um, you know, Make make countries sovereignty just evaporate. You know all of these types of different you know tugging at the at the different legs of the dog um, to dismantle a country is, is apparent. And let me let me explain in terms of Disney. I was working at ESPN when Disney purchased ESPN. Um, <clears throat> suddenly it went from uh, Bristol went from a college and NFL you know pro sports um, banners everywhere and just just all about sports. To suddenly the whole play, all those flags were replaced with with gay pride flags. And listen, um, if I don't understand how a workplace um, where sexuality is even relevant in in the workplace, it's I don't, unbelievable. It's and so so listen. And here's the thing: I got to be very clear. I don't care whether you're gay. I don't care whether you're bisexual. I don't care what you are. Okay. I don't care what you what you like to do in your bedroom. But quit shoving it down everybody's throats. I don't. Sh- my sexuality down anyone's throat. And I certainly don't sexualize children like these people are starting to do. These people are, are disgusting that are doing this. And those are the outliers of that group. I mean, there's a lot of gay people that are disgusted by it too. So, um, and, and right. Yeah. right. So, but here's the thing. ESPN was purchased by Disney, got turned into a leftist political organization that, that broadcasts sports. I turned it off. I couldn't watch it anymore. It was, it was, it was disturbing. Um, how left-leaning suddenly everything got. And listen, nobody wants to listen to politics when they're watching sports. I don't care whether you lean to the left or the right. You, nobody wants to hear it. It's, it doesn't belong together. Then suddenly um, the, the Kaepernick stuff comes up, kneeling during the anthem. He's proven that 
he hates the country and was protesting the anthem and the flag by what he did with these Nike shoes, okay? It is about the flag. It is about this country. It's not about brutality of police or anything else. Um, you know, and then the ESPN and UFC signed a deal. I'm telling you right now, the UFC is going to have some problems because of For the, sure. the ESPN, because anything masculine in this country, anything that is a true American tradition, right? Like these Disney characters, it doesn't matter. It is simply to cause division. That's the only reason they're doing it. And why wouldn't they, Disney, take the time to write roles and these princesses for black people? Why wouldn't they write a new story and do something like that instead of doing hand-me-downs? It's, it's simply to divide and potentially a knee-jerk reaction because so few blacks have won awards at the Oscars and other things, other, other awards. You see what I'm saying? Because they've been criticized for a lot of that stuff. For sure. For sure. That's 100% what's going on. And then it's also that, see, my whole thing, like with Nike, right? Nike is owned by people who make money in really, really big things. I call it God, gold, gold, oil, uh, uh, drugs, sex trafficking, right? That's the trillion dollar business. So something like Nike that makes millions and billions, you know, it will take a little hit. So that, you know, so they're going to put out this, this shoe that nope, nobody was going to buy anyways. Okay. Nobody's going to buy it. So you put this out, everybody starts fighting. Fighting. Nike takes a little hit, and then we don't focus on the fact that, boom, you know, the Pentagon's trillions of dollars in debt, or exactly. can't, can't find where the where trillions of dollars are. There's kitty porn all over the Pentagon. We're getting we're getting pulled into yet another war, and this one's really bad. So. I, this is to me, it's all psyops. Well, again, again, that's exactly right, dude. I mean, everybody's so selective on where they focus their ire. Like, I get it. If you're pissed about Kaepernick, be pissed about Kaepernick. If you're pissed about the Little Mermaid, be pissed about the Little Mermaid. But please, for the love of everything decent, please be equally pissed off on everything you just mentioned. Pedogate, the Awan brothers. You know what I mean? Saudi Arabian freaking weapons, death and destruction in Yemen. Julian Assange being locked up for freaking telling the truth. You know, his video, Collateral Murder. We've been freaking murking people all throughout the freaking planet in the name of spreading democracy. But yet when, you know, again, we, we choose to just be, I mean, I get, I love this country, dude. I absolutely love this country. I would not want to live anywhere else. But our government does shit in our name that so often we just let slide because, you know, we're just proud to be an American. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. agree, man. Well, I and, and bringing just, it to what, just, you know, I'm sorry, go ahead, Sam. Uh, just people just just fighting over just just useless stuff and not focus on the real stuff and, it's and that's a, yeah. all done on purpose and it's you know all these people whether they're left or right they're all they're it's just a good old boys network right. they're all in on it it's a they club all go to the same like, like carlin said it's a club and you ain't in it <laughs> yep and it's just the truth and it's just the fact that you know now there's this coordinated effort to uh to associate Trump with what's going on. And, you know, I'm not saying Trump's a perfect person and I'm not saying Trump's, I mean, I think Trump's a shady business guy. I think when you make billions of dollars, you're a shady business guy. I think he played ball in some shady ways through his casinos. Okay. But I really don't believe that he's one of these satanic pedophile people and they're no. doing their, their, their best to try to connect him to it just through association. 
Yeah, and again, I mean, I I just, you know, I've been obviously looking into a lot of this and listening to um, interviews. I mean, um, some of the FBI uh, attorneys and uh, investigators, you know, gave testimony and said that Trump in 2009 was very forthcoming, came forward um, and just basically volunteered a lot of evidence and information to the FBI uh, that all checked out. And the FBI also said at the same time in the same interview that when they had gone through all the evidence, done all the investigating um, on Epstein, that Trump was in no way connected. They, they found not one strand of anything that would tie him to uh, the Lolita Express besides catching a ride back from Florida up to New York um, one time on on one of Epstein's jets. So, and that was that was quite a quite a long time ago. So, um, ultimately, you know, they're they're desperate to do anything to time to this when when it's actually Bill Clinton and, and Hillary Clinton. Hillary's been there six times. She's on the log six times. Bill's on twenty six times, and uh, that's that's pretty damning damning yeah. stuff right there. And you know, so you know this human trafficking stuff. You know, uh, Jeffrey Berman, the attorney for the Southern District of New York said that he is working on, they are working on many, many, many human trafficking um, indictments besides Epstein. So that tells you that this is just the beginning, that a lot of people are about to go down, and these people are nervous as hell, and they are, they are freaking out. They are getting scared. And so, you know, this is, and this is just one strand. This is just one angle. I was going to say, yeah. They are, painting, they are painting Hillary and Bill into a corner with a lot of shit. Because, you know, if you think, you go back, and this is the thing that I try to explain to people. Listen, um, where do you think Iran is getting the enriched uranium? Where do you think North Korea is getting the enriched uranium? When Hillary Clinton is signing off on selling 20% of our uranium to the Russians, you dumbasses. The Russians are the ones that are getting Iran and North Korea the uranium after Clinton sold it to them, okay? So, you know, and anybody that, it's, it's irrefutable, it's a fact, right. that, that she was the head of the State Department and signed off on this shit and made $145 million off of it. So these, these people are getting painted into a corner, not only um, on, on that crime, just that alone she should be hung, in my mind. Um, that's, that's, that's the most um, dangerous and important element known to man, uranium. Well, you gave it. And something something right. we need to stay focused on. I mean, absolutely. Hillary Clinton is literally probably the worst human being that's ever probably walked the earth. You know, next to maybe Genghis Khan or you know Tilda Hunt or some bastards. But I mean, this is a this like or like uh, Sam was just saying. This is a global network of of pedophilia and satanic ritual abuse and human trafficking. You got human body parts. You got people. You got guns. You got drugs. And this goes beyond right left, man. You had you had a raid during the NCAA tournament up in Minnesota where one of the owners of the Minnesota Vikings gets pinched and him and his wife die in a murder suicide a few days later. Nobody ever fucking heard about that, really. What? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, so, uh, so this is this is a global network. There is a black market economy that runs really everything. And there's so many whether the presidents come and go, like David Icke was saying, there is a network of cats whether the shadow government or whatever they're doing that have been running this stuff for decades and will continue to do so while we argue over who plays what mermaid. Well, think about it. Think about it. Um, abortion is a racket. They're selling the body parts. They're selling, you know, the fetal tissue. Um, you know, it, it is a racket. The, the uh, immigration, the illegal immigration, the massive uh, floods of people, this is being funded and encouraged by leftist organizations. 
and the, some of the heinous crimes that are being committed to the kid, on the kids and the women that are in those um, big piles of humans coming across Mexico. Um, look, this is, I think, I feel, that the leftist organizations that are funding these caravans should be charged with human trafficking, because that's exactly what's happening. For sure, for sure. There's so much shadiness going on with that. And you know, with Trump, they talk about him walking in on like the girls dressing for Miss America, you know, and you have to be 17 up. Someone said there was a 15 year old. And listen, that's wrong. We're not saying it's right. No. That's wrong. But that doesn't compare to the networks that have been funded by the Clinton Global Initiative. And we got Laura Silsby they... down in Haiti, all that shit. Dude, six different six different cases of people arrested, tried, and some some haven't been tried yet, but that's the John of God. The rest of them tried and convicted. All of them. All of them. When again, and, I mean, and this isn't this is I don't want this isn't a racial thing, but I going back to the low hanging fruit. Bill Cosby's in jail for raping women, as well he should be. The freaking R. Kelly, you know, he he's done for. But it's like, okay. Put them away. What about these other people, though? What I don't want to see just I want to see all of them go away, not just this low hanging fruit to like, again, these symbolic victories. I want to see some hardcore perp walks because like Pat and we were just saying this network goes to the very top Sandusky and that Penn State stuff. I mean, it's just the tip of the iceberg, man. This it's happens every it is, dude. The Franklin scandal, Boys Town. I mean, this stuff is everywhere. Well, just think about this. In Epstein's little black book are names like Alec Baldwin, Courtney Love, David Blaine, Duke of York, Dustin Hoffman, Mick Jagger, uh, Kissinger, Ted Kennedy, Evelyn D. Rothschild, Cheryl Mills, Kevin Spacey, Peter Soros, Maria Shriver, David Rockefeller, John Kerry. These people are, are shooting bricks right now. Well, and that's what I was reading today. He's talking about making a deal to get maximum five years if he sings on folks. So we'll definitely see. Again? Sing on everybody. Yeah. Like, enough with the deals with this guy. Exactly. And, and then somebody says he's building another, he bought another island and he's building another thing. He's just like, no, man, enough. Enough. Well, and this again, this is, is like, like I was. To like dark art. Exactly, dude. And and I posted today. I mean, I, I I'm not a Trump fan. I mean, I, he could he could throw you know a few little carrots at us to appease the masses. But again, he is just a cult of personality that swung from the left to the right, and now it's Donald Trump. He knows how to talk to his people. I mean, it's just the the whole paradigm of of politics has changed anymore. No more thousand points of light way of speaking. You know, they're they're social engineers. They know how to basically attack the masses. So they need a new upgrade, like like Obama hanging out with Jay Z with his little pimp walking shit. I mean, you can't. You got to change with the times. Just like iPhones upgrade, Windows ten or whatever. The politicians have, have upgraded, and the, the engineers of our society know that that's what they need to do to 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 keep their hold on us anymore. They have to bring you know fresh, new, relevant faces that you know talk like Trump does, lone gunslinger. Like you know, I don't. I'm anti-establishment. I blah 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 blah. But he surrounds himself with Goldman Sachs and John Bolton and and Mike Pompeo and you know basically reads from the same script. So the grand chessboard's yep. at play, man, without a shadow of a doubt. Well, so far, so far Trump hasn't Trump has not um, started any new wars, correct? Um, no, I don't. So, but I mean, there, there's stuff we're still not seeing. Dude. I mean, we're not seeing. We're not seeing what's going on in Africa right now, dude. There's a huge race from the United States, Russia, and China. To basically do to basically oh, sure. weaponize and take on. over. I mean, that was going on, you know. Right. No, absolutely. But I'm just saying these things are still happening. We're violating sovereignty. We're engaging in 
uh, a regime change. We're funding, you know, Boko Haram, et cetera, et cetera. It's the same problem, reaction, solution. But my point is, we're just not hearing about it down there. When we talk about Trump being a white hat, saying he's done all this good, no starting any wars, he's doing a lot of shit that we're just not seeing right now. Overtly, Venezuela, Iran, no, he hasn't started stuff in there yet. But I think ultimately, he's tried. I mean, I don't we think saw he has. with really. Well, I think, I think honestly, I think he's holding back till re-election. Because if I think if he goes into a war right now, he knows that'll cost him big politically. Or maybe he recognizes that the deep state is trying to pull him into a war for the purpose of distraction. Well, and again, presidents don't make decisions like that. If they want to go to war, they're going to war. Sure, sure. And that's what I'm saying, though. With all the different things that have been going on, the attacks on the um, Japanese tankers, other uh, United Arab Emirate tankers and, and waters... Um, you know, with with the pipeline attack, with um, rockets coming into the green zone in Iraq, uh, and and well, then everybody's this late- hip to that now. When that happened, the United Emirates stuff and the Saudi t- tanker, everyone was like, "Go from Tonkin 2.0." Like everybody's hip to the game now. They smell it like a fart yeah. in a car, dude. Yeah. They can't that's, hide that's it anymore. A big that's a big game change, and I think that also Trump recognizes that he's not a dummy. You know, no, I, I don't know. I just I just had a conversation. Um, with somebody who, who's a very, very bright person, actually. And they, and they proceeded to start to say that Trump was an idiot. And they said, you, you've got to quantify that with some facts. You've got, to, you've got to be able to spell that out clearly on how he is an idiot, besides him baiting people with his Twitter account. Um, well, when you say things like revolutionary troops guarded the airport, that doesn't help his cause. Does he? But listen, do you think Trump is dumb enough to not know better than that? I, do you think he does, do, do you think that Obama knew there were not fifty seven states? <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So you think I hear people saying. So you think Trump's talking in code when he says things like that? Uh huh. And I tell you what, I I frankly think that he does everything deliberately, nothing by accident. Every, everything is very deliberate, and I think that he is he is simply. Um, Letting the left think that he's an idiot while he destroys every strand of it. Well, how do you? But where does where does John Bolton fall into this? Where does well, John Ohio Bolton, luckily so far, this? John Bolton and Pompeo and the others have not succeeded in getting us into a war yet. That's all I know. That's all I can say. Um, maybe Trump's smart enough. Maybe I'm giving him too much credit to bring those guys on to basically know exactly what the deep state wants, right? You know, I think that he's of high enough intelligence to recognize that and keep his enemies close. Yeah, I hope you're right, man. I mean, I keep giving him the benefit of the doubt, but... But, I mean, I not He's not a nice person. Trump is not a nice person. He is a cunning, um, dangerous businessman. He does not fuck around. He no. destroys... He destroys who he wants to destroy. And I'm telling you, dude, do you know anyone on the planet, Sam, that could have stood up to what he has endured while he has been in office? Anyone. No, it's, it is crazy. It is crazy. It but is he, crazy. He stride, dude. He takes it in stride. It's like it it's like it's like the crowd noise to Hulk Hogan when he gets stronger. <laughs> I was just going to use a wrestling reference. So the day after, back in the day, dude, the day after WrestleMania, they already knew the program in the card for the next WrestleMania. Like, so the, for the whole year, these storylines start playing out. So it's like, right. as much as I would love to think these are just kind of like 
just happenstantial situations. I think, like Sam, I mean, we all know, but who was it, Amsel Rothschild, that said, if, if my sons want war, there's war. Yeah. If they don't want war, there's no war. So I always have to keep my eye on the upper echelon, the real cats who are holding the strings, not these, again, not these little, you know, little shekels they give us to keep us happy. I hope. But, yeah, but that, that's the thing is they are able to create a, a enough tension and enough conflict to cause a war because the presidents get information that is fed to them that says Saddam Hussein um, is responsible for gassing 5,000 Kurds. Uh, Osama bin Laden is responsible for, um, you know, for bombing for the 9-11 attacks when actually it was, you know, the Saudis were probably more responsible since there were so 19 of them on those flights. And look, and suddenly we're blowing the shit out of Afghanistan. Well, we're blowing the shit out of Afghanistan because there's so many mineral resources there. Right. That's, well, and see, what, that, that's, that's what that's what pisses me off. We we go to war under the guise of like revenge for 9-11, which was a horrible that's what thing. I'm saying. All the presidents. That's what I'm saying. The, the presidents aren't in control unless they're aware of what these people are trying to get them to do. Right. And to say yes to and to get consent from the people to go do rah, 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 wave the American flag. Yes. and go blow the out of somewhere. Agreed. Trump, Trump is not following that narrative. I'm telling you. So far, so good. I'm, I'm keeping my fingers crossed on it. Okay, man. I'm hoping you're right. I'm a, I'm hoping you were right. I just. How many times have I been wrong? <laughs> I, I'm not saying I'm not I'm not patting myself on the back. I'm just saying, when Trump was running for president, I said in his second term he will kill the Federal Reserve. What's he saying right now? Well, dude, if he kills the Federal Reserve, he could be president for the rest of eternity. He is. He is basically. The Federal Reserve is a fuck, is nothing but a pain in the ass. They're our worst nightmare, and then we need to go back to the gold standard, which I also said he was going to do. And again, I, I again, r- rhetoric and action is very different. Like, how many friends do we know whose girl, who they're just pussy whooped over the girlfriend? Like, I'm leaving this chick. I'm leaving the chick, and months and months go by, and he's still with her. He can talk a big game all he wants, but the action is really the proof in the pudding. And again, I hope you're right, man. But in the in the interim. I see a socially engineered, possibly civil unrest is what I'm seeing. We're we're separated on so many different things, man. Religion, race, you know, have, have nots, gay, not gay, Republican, Democrat. And it's visceral, dude. Family members aren't speaking because some of this stuff. Yeah. And again, they're yeah. playing these groups off of each other. And we see it happen. Pat, what did we say six or eight months ago, dude? When these proud boys or these guys on the right start showing up at these Antifa things, shit's going to start getting nuts, dude. In the last few weeks, the last couple months, that's exactly what's happened. There was a big clash the other day where I forget the guy's name. Some journalist got, you know, has a brain hemorrhage now because they was he was. But Andy, Andy NGO. No. Yeah. How do I, say I forget. I don't know. No. I don't want to massacre his name. But my Andy, point no. is the, these things are being ratcheted up, ratcheted up. And the social engineers like any kind of genocide that's happened, whether it's Trevor Nietzsche, Rwanda, Pol Pot's Cambodia. It ha- it takes years, man, for you to no longer see your 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 enemy as a human being like you hear people yeah. saying now but trump supporters aren't even human they're inhuman and then on the right they're like these freaking libtard dipshits blah 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 and then you know it's trans stuff and gay stuff and religion man these mozzies come over here we need a glass parking lot that fucking you know what i mean it's like we we've seen through collateral damp collateral murder through julia Assange's thing the, the blatant murder we've been doing over yeah. there and we just act, yeah. we're somehow okay with it because you know, this, this gets into a larger thing of the psychological impact of 9-11. I mean, there were so many attacks that day. We were all were just losing our mind and want to revenge on somebody. And that's what's opened this blank checkbook. And we're, we're somehow okay 
with all these people dying all over the world while we supposedly spread democracy. And I said this before when we had Eva Bartlett on. We don't care because they're just numbers. They don't look like us. They don't talk like us. And it's not our brothers and sisters and children dying. So yeah, we're, we're we somehow okay with it. We do. We absolutely do. We live in a bubble. But when we, something we happens to us, the real world consequences. Let something happen actions. to us, though. We lose our freaking mind. You come do something yep. to America or whatever. We lose our mind. We have our ships off the coast of Iran, et cetera, et cetera. Let Iran or China come over to the Gulf of Mexico. I mean, be on like Donkey Kong, and we know that. Right, right. So um, why don't we switch gears and talk a little bit about uh, our the, children's return books the, Anunnaki, the return of the Anunnaki's. Ooh. The Anunnaki, dude. <laughs> They're coming, man. Okay, now listen. When I asked, who did I ask? It was uh, Matthew LaCroix. When I had him on uh, for his announce of his book, I asked him that same question. I'm like, Matt. When are they coming back? And just the way I phrased that question just showed how mentally in the box I was because maybe they're still here, just working in another dimension. Because as we know, we're living in a multidimensional multiverse, just like For the light, sure, just like the light spectrum. We can only see so much of it. There's so much going on outside of what we can perceive. Did you I see? Did, did the you world see? is a much better place than anybody ever imagined. It's so amazing. It truly and is. And people just think on such 3D levels when there's like 10D, 11D. Exactly. It's amazing what's yes. going on. But, dude, the moon probably isn't real in terms of it's <laughs> yes. probably not a naturally occurring planet. It's just it's probably a satellite. And, and, and Saturn, dude. I've been learning more about Saturn, too. Like, whoa. Saturn, dude. You've been dude. hanging out way too fucking long with Eddie, bro. <laughs> Listen, man. I dude, love it. The, the, all the craters on the moon, they, go, they ha all have the exact same depth. Meaning, whatever's hitting that thing, whatever's hitting the moon, an asteroid or whatever, is hit, slamming into the surface and hitting something that's stopping it. A giant rock. <laughs> it's something's going on in there. It's orbit. It doesn't make any sense. It's just, it's perfectly, it's, it's orbit is perfect. Well, and it, again, it shouldn't even you be go, in our, you know, we go back to predictive programming, how they tell us this stuff. It's like the death star. And you get into like George Lucas was not an idiot, man. And he, he understood some of this larger stuff we're talking about after reading Carl Sagan, et cetera, et cetera. So anything is quite possible because, like you said, man, there's so much that we don't know. And there's so much horseshit that they've fed us that we have to unlearn and start right. recognizing things are way more possible than we realize. And like I said, I mean, we start talking about multiple dimensions, man. People aren't even ready for that. Dude, I 100 percent believe in all that, man. It's so much more interesting than anybody even knows. And I love it, dude. I love learning about it. Yeah. People just freak out. But it's like knowledge is power, man. And the more you know, the more you just like people go, Oh dude, how do you sleep at night? I sleep well. <laughs> I sleep really well. Because I know who really the bad guys are. I know who the good who I know I know who the good guys are. I know who the bad guys are. I know that Muslims don't hate our feelings. I know Jews aren't like running the banks. I know gays aren't corrupting the youth. I know whites aren't racist. I know women aren't whores and gold diggers. I mean, it's all, this is all lizard people shit. And when you learn that, man, it makes the world a much more wonderful place to live in. 
Well, and even more frustrating, like even these conversations when we argue and the wars and, you know, it goes back to kind of what my man Matthew LaCroix talked about, the serpent versus the eagle, the eagle versus the serpent. These wars or this, this shift of consciousness or this direction of humanity started fucking ages ago, dude, ages ago. And there's a concerted effort and there's a reason for it why they've kept us so stupid and so divided and so operating on this extreme low frequency level. They don't want us smart, dude. They want us stupid. They want us like Morpheus. Like I say all the time, they just want us batteries to fuel the machine. The more woke we are, the less they like that shit, dude, which is why they, you know, calcify our pineal gland and feed us garbage and keep us sick. I 100%. And when you realize that, it's like, okay, this is what's really going on. And uh, these outside things, like, you ever notice that, like, right around uh, the election, all of a sudden, there's videos everywhere of cops shooting people? It's, like, unbelievable. And it's just, it's so programmed to get us all to be scared to leave our house and get, you know, and and that we're going to get shot by guns. Like, dude, we don't have a gun problem in this country. We don't. We don't. If you look at statistics... We don't have a gun problem. Now, there's parts of Chicago that's bad, right? But the question is, how are they getting the guns? How are those guns getting to Chicago? That's the real question. I mean, and I've heard from my people in Chicago from who, who are on the south side, dude. There, there's, there are oftentimes crates of guns left in the alley, just yep. crates of AKs and handguns. And then, yep. you know, it's a problem-reaction solution. We've talked about a spot called Home and Square where people have gone in and haven't come out. And that's supposedly one of their black sites, a CIA black site that that organ harvesting happens and a bunch of nasty stuff, dude. Yep. Yep. And that's exactly what's going on. And when you realize that starts making sense. And when you realize that, like, what they really want to do is take away our guns because they want to get like China and Russia. But people don't realize that, you know, when they took the guns from China and Russia, it got bad, real bad. Yeah. For the population, there was like well, mass murders. There's all this such stuff. It's it's pretty simple. It's and it was when I when I read it, I was like, that's it. That's that's it. Politicians that want to take our guns, uh, or the reason politicians want to take our guns is because they're planning on doing shit they get shot for. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like Sam just said, a, a disarmed society is a is a society that cannot defend itself. And I'm not right. recommending we go to war, physical war with the government, because that's just almost a losing, losing proposition. But, you know, they need us disarmed. They need us stupid. They need us sleep, dude. They need us catching up with the Kardashians or whatever the fuck it is. Like, just in arguing. Again, like, like the mermaid thing. I'm, like, losing my mind. Sam, you might be right. It might be a little bit of a, a programming kind of ruse. But, you know, I got a Facebook timeline like everyone else, and I just see it pop up. <laughs> Pat had one on his. It was hilarious. It was... <clears throat> Christian Bale playing Obama. I mean, it was funny as shit, but it's just like it for people who kind of get the inside baseball, you can still laugh at it. But some people really, really get viscerally upset about this, man, and really, really it's focus so on it and hyper focus on it. It is. It's so and, dumb. You know, so so imagine we'll get back to I'll get back to the to where we were for a second here. Um you know, we have been privy to all this stuff with this, you know, sex trafficking, organ trafficking. We've been talking about it for three years. And people are calling us, you know, tinfoil hat wearers and <laughs> calling us, you know, conspiracy freaks and, and nut jobs. And, but we've, we've, we've had a million arrows shot at us by an awful lot of people. But now is this stuff, everything that we've talked about over a three-year period, eventually all of it has come true uh, with this sex and human trafficking and, and organ trafficking. It's all coming true. Um, Epstein's arrest shows that. And 
imagine how then the people who have not been paying attention to a lot of the stuff that we've been focused on in terms of uh, potential aliens or what Trump has said that we need a something something on a grand scale to bring the world together um, right. and, and things like that and suddenly Trump doing an interview with Tucker Carlson and saying you know Tucker saying you know what's the likelihood that we're actually going to come in contact with aliens and Trump says I think it's a very good very good chance you know these these foreshadowing uh, things that he is saying is is telling us and and the ramp up in the media and on the internet of, of UFO, of alien, you know, uh, crafts and all of this stuff, the talk, the talk, more, more talk of it, uh, release of Pentagon footage. Um, it, it almost tells us that whether it's real aliens or stuff that we have reverse engineered and created to, to, you know, cause a fake attack, you know, to bring the citizens together in fear, whatever, whatever the hell it, it ends up being, um, we're kind of prepared for it. But most people out there would not be prepared for it, even remotely, and will literally uh, be jumping off of buildings. Oh, yeah. War of the yeah. world, war of the world all over again. I wanted to ask you about that, too, Sam. What do you think about that? I mean, we've talked about it before, but there's more and more conversation about USO, UFOs more than ever before. Like uh, Pat just said, Trump was on Tucker Carlson really, really talking about aliens possibly coming and even these, these near asteroids, et cetera, et cetera. What do, you, do you think that's setting up for something? I personally think it's setting up for the weaponization of space, the 5G, yeah. the Internet of Things, so they can just lock in the technocracy. But, you know, what do you or think? Or the one world government that they're yeah. trying to get you to that's what behind. I mean. If we get an aliens attack and yeah. we all come together, it's, uh, who knows? I question everything. I question everything. So... I, I mean, I, I look at anything that the media is pushing. I always look at, okay, uh, Something's what up. is what is the the rub? What is really going on? And what are they trying to get over on us? Yep. So that's kind of what I do. So I take everything with a grain of salt. I don't get too serious about anything. And uh, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I find it hard to believe that we are the only people in this universe. But then, you know, you hear about, you know, Project Blue Beam and that they're going to... Um, you know, try to use a fake alien tech to get us all to come together under one world government. So I honestly don't know. I don't know. I do believe in aliens. Sure. But Eddie Bravo makes me think maybe something's up. Who knows? Well, I mean, like David Icke said, to think that we are alone in this infinite universe with billions of galaxies, like each star we see is a sun. Like it's it's that's a fucking like they say in contact are huge waste of space. If we are the only ones. But I mean, I, I don't know. It almost goes without saying that we are not the only ones. I mean, our closest or closest. I mean, you're finding these Goldilocks systems where you have Earth-like planets. I mean, there's stuff everywhere. It's just a matter of, you know, and people say, well, why would they come here if they're so smart? Again, that's using that same logic I was using, like, is the Anunnaki going to return? If you start thinking more hyperdimensionally or interdimensionally, almost like, like uh, who is it, Einstein, they're not going from A to B linearly. They're folding time, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like they're just covering that gap within an instant with, you know, whatever kind of tech they have. I strongly suggest everybody watch the Bob Lazar um, documentary on Netflix. It's like UFOs and flying saucers. And I saw him on Joe Rogan as well. Dude, that guy, like Pat was saying, some of it is reverse engineered stuff that, that we have found before. I mean, that the anti-grav system that they have is like, like Bob Lazar said, it's like nothing we've ever, ever seen before. So oh, I'm sure they got the craziest technology, dude. Yeah. Something we can't even begin to when they've understand. had forever. Like even when we had Atari 
they had Sony PlayStation tech. You know what I mean? It's like they slowly right. feed that to us. That's why it was awesome when uh, Alex was Alex Jones was on Joe Rogan, and he was like, no, man, they had flat screens in the 50s, and he had Jamie pull up these, these periodicals, these magazines of basically flat screens in the late 50s, the tech for it in the late 50s. They just slowly yeah. feed it out to us. It's our, you know. I mean, even if you look at Japan, they have technology way beyond us. Oh, yeah. Some said they're on like 18 right now. You know, they they slowly but surely, slowly, slowly, slowly wheel out the technology. They just try to make as much money as they can. Yes. And once they tap that, boom, it's time for new technology. Yep. And we line up and camp out outside and trample each other for it. Yeah. It's we, ridiculous. We, yeah, I don't do that. I've never done that. Jeff doesn't I will never do that. I don't do Ever. That. I have a flip phone. Just just say it. The 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 sheep do that. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, I, I want to go back to a flip phone. I want my whole family to go back to flip phones that have no internet on them at all. Yeah, if you want to talk to my dad, Kenny Wilson, you guys to call him. He will not text you. He will not email you. That's He's like, hilarious. He is old school like a champ, dude. He don't even mess with it. That's good. That's a good thing. He, That's a good thing, dude. He's keeping his sanity. Um, so, Jeff, Jeff, let's get back to UFOs. Um, and a friend of mine on Facebook posting cloud formations and saying that ships are inside of these clouds and then posting pictures of uh, the 4th of July party with, with UFOs and triangle crafts um, sitting up in the, in yes. the Did you see and, that, Sam? And I, I saw like a square. Do you guys see that, that square? That also, yes. That also, a square cloud. Yeah, but here's the thing. I actually, there were storms rolling in and I was filming the storms, but my, uh, my, my wife said to me, she goes, go outside and look at this cloud. And I went, okay. So I went outside and above the like half the state of Iowa was a massive saucer cloud. Per- perfect circle. It was not moving. Um, and all the other clouds below it were storm clouds moving through Iowa. And this thing literally sat above us for four hours. It was it was bizarre. I just it saw was, the I just saw the video. He showed me the video that I was just like whole it was a perfect Perfect circle, dude. Looks like it looked like a cloud. So frisbee. crazy. A cloud frisbee way up above. So the what do you think it is? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I mean, I mean, dude. T- as far as technology goes, again, we've had cloaking technology. Like, I think it was in a James Bond movie where the car, like these refracted mirrors, just made the car look disappeared. That's real tech, dude. We have that. We have basically cloaking stuff to make stuff look invisible or to look like it's something else. So I know that I know the UFOs do. If we got it. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! It's so crazy, dude. It is. The world is so much better. I mean, who knows? So, how do you guys see the next two years playing out? Like, what do you think's gonna happen? Well, like I was gonna say a bit ago, and this is the other thing people don't get because they're so ADD. They're so what's the next thing? Like moment to moment, they. The, the globalists, the engineers of our society, they're long game players, dude. They're playing in 10, 20, 30 year increments. And like I've said before, they are definitely, like we've talked about a bit ago, they're weaponizing the youth, dude. They're going to turn them into these Ocasio-Cortez acolytes, dude, where it's like the, the, their minds are just freaking gone. And it's just like oh. there's no grasp on reality anymore. So I she's worry about our pur- she's She's retarded on purpose. That's what Pat thinks, they, too. Yeah, they do that on purpose. I'm telling you, the DNC is throwing the fight. They're, they're meant to be crazy. They're meant to get everyone to be like, nope, nobody wants to be a liberal anymore. Now, you know, it's like conservative liberal. I I like 
liberals in terms of like art, in terms of like, uh, you know, civil rights, stuff like that. Okay? That term has been hijacked, literally. We're all For liberals. Sure. We don't, like Pat just said, I don't care who you sleep with. You want to smoke weed? Smoke weed. I'm a golden rule cat. As long as you don't hurt anybody, I do not care what you do. And that's about as liberal as you can get. I mean, I'm conservative about certain fiscal or financial stuff, but socially, I mean, fuck, I don't necessarily. It just comes down to, look, leave me the fuck alone and let me live my life. And you go live your life and stop pounding it down my throat because I have no interest in that. You know, I mean, if I sat there and pounded heterosexual sexuality and you got to be a tough guy and you got to be this and you got to eat red meat to be an American, that's that's not what I do. Right. You know what I mean? That's the thing about a true liberal. That's that's what being a liberal is. That's allowing people to live their lives and, and leave others alone. And that's not what these people are doing. These people have turned into the biggest bullies on the block and simply because um, the way that they word things, if you say anything um, contrary, that you're suddenly a bigot or you're you know, a xenophobe right. or, or you know, any of these other terms that they, they call and they point at you and they throw red flags up and try and get you fired from your job. Well, fuck that. You know, I let, couldn't let agree me, more. Let me yeah. live my life. You live your life and, and leave me alone. Or you know what? Well, because when things get, when, when the rubber hits the road and these people push too far, they're going to get their asses handed to them. They will get their asses handed to them and it's going to be ugly. When you got your anti, you got your antifa behaving like nothing but fa, like they're just straight fascists. You know what I mean? While at the same time claiming no right. fasc, you know, anti-fascist. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Sam. I'm gonna be honest with you. I think Hollywood is just the worst business model ever. I, I've never seen anybody who has run a business where you purposely try to piss off the people who have all the money. And well, that's you what, know, I mean, you know, they're thinking of you know. Yeah, I get it. I get it what you're saying, but it's, it's there. I, I don't understand the mindset that's happening, Sam, that there's so much insanity um, and, and so much evil shit going on um, that the, the, the way that they're acting, you know, like Robert De Niro would, would never a, a, a lunatic like this. And he's gone so far off the deep end that I look at him now and I go, oh, he's, I mean, acting like this, I can see that he, very possibly could have been a child molester, a pedo, and he's freaking out right now. I mean, oh yeah, for sure. That's that's what I'm saying is it's they've gone off the deep end because they're rats in a cage with a knife sticking through it, trying to stab them, dude. And they also have to do what what the people who hire them want them to do. Exactly. So th that it's all part of playing ball too. When again, like and, whether it's Hollywood or politics, you don't get to that certain level unless you're compromised in some fashion. That's it. For sure. It? And it's and it's just literally the worst business model ever. I think ratings, I think all ratings are lies. I think uh they're made up. I yeah. think um award shows are made up. I think, you know, who wins, who doesn't, they're all made up. It's all fake. It's all award shows. Are, award shows are disturbing to me. Like MMA award shows, um, Hollywood award shows, any award shows. It's just look. If you're the if you're the driver of the year in NASCAR and you actually compiled the most points, you deserve a trophy. But you know this this circle jerk of of Oscars and, and Emmys and all this other shit. You know this is just it's weird. Well, anymore, it just turns into a political rally. Right. Yeah, it's just stupid. We live in a crazy just, world, man. Like you said, Sammy, 
It's an interesting time to be alive. I know we, both you guys got to run. Sam, drop it, baby. Helium Comedy Club, St. Louis, August 10th. Yeah, dude, I am come opening. out and rock. It's yeah. going to be so much fun, dude. Absolutely. And We're going to have you. a good time, dude. Thanks for I'm asking super me. super excited. For sure. Hope you guys, this went well. I had a great time talking to you guys. Always. And, dude, I'm so happy for you guys getting to 100, man. You guys are one of my favorite podcasts, and I appreciate you guys. Absolutely. Any social networking, let us know where we can find and track down some Sam Tripoli business. At Sam Tripoli. It's all at Sam Tripoli. And then the tinfoilhatpodcast.com. Tinfoil Hat Podcast and Punch Drunk Sports Podcast. My dude. Ladies and gentlemen, coming in hot, bringing that 100th episode in with the Conspiracy Farm, the host of the Tinfoil Hat Podcast, my dude. You guys are Gs. I love you guys. Love you too, Beth. Thank you, buddy. Love you. Peace and so Bye. much love, guys. Stay tuned. There will always be more. Stay tuned for part two of the 100th episode when we have on Tim James, CEO of the Chemical Free Body. All right. Peace.